make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, subscribe. All that is greatly appreciated. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to a new episode. I am so excited because we are talking about one of my favorite shows, Love, Victor, which just had its season two drop this past weekend, June 11th. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to get into it. But before we do, of course, I have to give you guys some warnings, some, you know, flash, flash warnings. Um, but if you've listened for a while, then you already know what I'm going to say. Expect spoilers. This is a podcast about TV shows and about what I watched. So if you didn't watch season two, if you didn't watch season one, you might want to skip this or pause and come back after you wrap that all up. Also, I am by myself, so I don't have anyone to be like, oh, Eva, let's go here. Like, no, we could go all over the place. <laughs> so I'm um, just going to buckle up, buckle in and follow along. So, yeah, let's get into this. We are discussing season two of Love, Victor again. As I said, super excited to talk about this show. If you listen to my season one discussion, then you know that I thought that this was the cutest show to ever hit TV. I don't know. It was just so cute and so sweet and so just like needed at that time. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were still some things, some issues that um, all, I think all shows and um, movies have, but there were still some issues on the surface level, uh, going into season one, we're, we were expecting Love, Victor to be on Disney+. Plus. Then they made the decision to move it to Hulu. So going into that initial season, we're going into it with a lens of expect, expecting it to be Disney Plus friendly. Um, and if you remember, in my season one discussion, I was like, I felt like this could have been on Disney+. Plus. I don't really understand why they pulled it from Disney+. Plus. I thought it was a great opportunity to put... Um, a show like this on Disney Plus, but you know, I'm not in those meetings, so I can't speak for who was and why their what their decisions were for moving it. But essentially, the plus to moving it from Disney Plus to Hulu is that now we hypothetically have more room and space to go a little bit further than I think you can go on Disney Plus. So going into season two, I'm like. We're on Hulu. There's no more of this Disney Plus type of a halo over everything. Like, you guys have 20 feet. You should use 21 feet of it. <laughs> but seeing this whole second season, and I'm just like, okay, they used like three feet of the 20 feet that Hulu gave them, which is fine. Um, I have my thoughts on why they that may be one. The runtime is still similar to the first season, so still about 25 to 30 minute. I don't even think any episodes reach the 30 minute mark, but under 30 minute um, per episode show, 10 episodes this season again. So that was all similar. So, you know, if you've listened for a while, then you know I don't like super long seasons. I don't like things to be drawn out. I hate a filler episode. That is not my thing. So if you are going to do all those things, most likely I'm going to spend a good chunk of time talking about why I didn't like that you did that way. But um, I think here they 
for they utilized the time that they had. There was one episode where I was like, wait a minute, is this going to be a filler episode? But then it kind of like all played out and I was like, okay, no, this isn't a filler episode. And if you're thinking ahead, you probably already know what I'm talking about, but we're going to get there. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so still I, I found myself at moments being like, I feel like this could still be on Disney plus, even though we are being a little bit more open <laughs> about where we're going here because where we left off in season one. So off of season one, Victor had been struggling with who he is, um, coming out and like kind of trying to figure out who he is as Victor versus who everyone wants him to be. And we know that this is a spinoff or like a branch of the Love, Simon movie. So a lot of season one was him reaching out to Simon about, you know, help and kind of like a mentor mentor minty type of situation which I kind of hate to use because I was writing down a um a note because guys I have so many notes <laughs> like you know I love this show when you look at my notes because I have two pages of notes it's insane but I was thinking about this when I was um looking at uh the how the Raheem and uh Victor dynamic was and <laughs> we're gonna get into all of the um, Victor, Raheem, uh, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting his boyfriend's name at the moment, Benji. <laughs> We're gonna get into all of that because I have a lot to say about that. But um, in the relationship, in relation to Raheem and Victor, and I was like right now, not, and I was like, I really don't wanna call, call him like mentor mentee, but it is still kind of like that dynamic, just how um, the relationship is because Victor sought out Simon for advice on a situation that si Simon had lived through. And so in a way, Raheem was seeking out Victor in a similar situation where it's like you live somewhere where it's not really that many people like you. So of course you would gravitate towards the people who are like you and, and seek them out for advice, which is why, again, if you listen to season one, you know that episode nine, the New York episode was my favorite episode because it's just like oh my gosh and I'm going to talk about more about that because we're going to tie into what some of the things that I have to say as far as like Victor and his the community and the relationships that he, he's building but we'll get to that oh my gosh it's, it's just so much to talk about I don't even know <laughs> how we're going to get through all of it but anyway okay so Let's just start off. We start off right where we left off. So essentially where we ended was they had the school dance. You know, if you listen for a while, I love me a good high school school dance because so many cute fun moments happened there. But this one was kind of tragic because a lot, a lot-ish went down. So um, that's where Mia sees Benji and Victor kissing. And so she is upset. I mean obviously very much so upset and she turns to Andrew and Victor is kind of like going through this whole situation of um wanting to console her but then you also have Pilar and you guys know I had a lot to say about Pilar last season again if you did not listen to my season one discussion you should go listen to it because I had a lot to say <laughs> but um yeah Pilar meddling so they get home their parents pretty much are like, we're going to separate. And then 
you we think Victor is not gonna like tell them that he's gay but then he tells them that he's gay and again if you listen then you know I have so many things to say about that moment because you could physically visibly see him exhale because he had been holding he just felt like he was holding stuff in the entire season and so finally you get that moment to see him finally say the words I am gay and exhale and then we end there so we pick up right there <laughs> and from the teasers we were getting leading up to the season we're kind of to expect that his father is going to handle it better than his mother is which is a flip from the movie because in Love, Simon, his mom, even though they both were kind of like, you know, I don't know. And it was same, similar for Victor in this situation, but essentially his mom um, reacted in a loving way a little quicker than his father did. And his father still acted in a loving way, but it's more so of a, he was upset with himself because he felt like he didn't really know who his son is, who his son is, or... You know, and it's kind of similar to um, what happens with Isabella and kind of like her her reasonings for, and there's so many other reasons why she felt the way she felt, which we're going to get into. That's why I said, it's just so much to unpack in this little tiny bit of a show because so much happened in it. And I think the great thing about Love, Victor, which is different from Love, Simon, is that and I also think it kind of and a little bit addresses some of the issues that people had with the first season where it's like they're whitewashing this experience and blah, 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 even though um, Victor is and his family is not white. But I think this season, they because the first season is so much about Victor trying to figure out who he is, that when we come into the second season, Victor knows who he is. So we get to spend a lot of that time that we spent the first season, like, being like, Victor, come on, like, you know, his whole come out journey, which, I mean, we can't rush it, but, like, we spent the whole time um, on that, whereas now he's out, so we don't necessarily need to spend time there. We get to actually spend time with him being out, but exploring what that means for him now, because it's kind of like, in a way, his, his life is different from what it was in season one. And so he tells them and Pilar is immediately like, you know, hugs him and is very much so like, you know, he's you're my brother, like I love you and all that. His parents are both, you know, understandably a little bit like, cause I mean, I always in these things try to think of it from everyone's POV. And so from the parents POV, they have been going through all these marital issues. And then it was kind of like a, Oh, FYI, kids, we're going to be separating. But then they get um, rebuttaled by their son coming out to them. So it's kind of like a two different tra my, tracks of mind happening. So, of course, initially you will expect them to kind of be like, oh, okay, like this is where the conversation is going. But I think that this, what I loved about this Victor story particularly is one, we have the time in the space to explore some of these um, reactions and the way that people handle uh, a situation or like handle someone in their family or someone that they know coming out. Um, and we get the time and space to kind of deal with that and to sit in it. And it's not necessarily a, this is what happened, this is how I felt. And then it's immediately we have to figure it out or we immediately have to 
be like, oh, well, I felt this way for one episode, but now I'm I complete, I'm completely okay with it in the next episode. I was like, no, we literally dealt with his mom, like struggling with him coming out the entire season, literally all the way up until the end. And so you kind of have to be, as a viewer, sitting in it, but then also be okay with feeling uncomfortable uncomfortable about seeing it because i feel like a lot of times we're so used like they it's like the whole like microwave analogy like when the microwave was introduced and then it was like oh you can cook food faster so now we just are we're conditioned to expect things to happen quickly and then you roll out social media and everything happens so fast with the technology that we have that we're just like a very impatient um like culture <laughs> We're impatient people and so I love in shows where there is mess and it's like there is no immediate resolution like you literally have to sit in it until they take the time that character takes the time that they need to come to terms with whatever it is now this can happen in both good ways and bad ways because I've seen it done very well and I've seen it done um not so well but this in this case I think it works because it speaks to how real and true these situations can be. So we jump 10 weeks later, the kids had a blast all summer as they should, but thankfully we as the viewers did not have to trek through all of summer because we literally jumped 10 weeks and we're about to go back to school. <laughs> and I literally wrote, so one, I have to say, and Pilar said it, and she was like, pretty much like, out Victor is pretty much savage. And I'm like, yeah, he is. And I, I think I really do like out Victor's perspective on things because he was not taking any crap. Like, he literally, because, you know, the first season was a lot of him being like, again, being what everyone else wants him to be and kind of being that person who's like, trying to hold everyone together. Whereas it's like, no, like, now he's living in his truth and it's either you're going to accept me for who I am or like you're going to have to figure it out on your own. But like I'm still going to continue to be who I am. And I was just like, Victor, all the hand claps for you. So good. So good. But anyway, <laughs> so I loved his um, like his reaction to things, especially with his mom, because her reaction to him coming out is tied into so many things. It's tied into how she was brought up. You're talking about different generations, uh, religion, which is something that played also last season, but especially even more so this season um, into Victor's story. Whereas Love, Simon, again, it was a movie, less than two hours. You didn't really get the time to get into that. And even in seeing his family, like, I don't even think they ever mentioned anything religion, but in the last season, like, they, um, when Simon posts the New York, or not post, but during the New York trip, when, uh, Victor found out that all of Simon's roommates knew everything about him, and Simon was explaining to him that, you know, I, you're going through things that I didn't necessarily go through, but so-and-so went through this, and so-and-so went through that, and so they would be able to better give you advice in that situation. And so I really love to see that view. But there were moments this season where I was just like, okay, this is intense. And I mean, granted, y'all know, I am from like the Chicagoland area. So, and I come from a very religious family, but also my family is just like, 
don't get me wrong, we have some people who are all the way at, at the top, top of the spectrum, but for the most part, and at least for me um, in general, like lead with love, like you can't tell people how to live their lives, what to do, all that. Like to me, it just does not make sense for me to worry myself with how other people are living if that is who they are and how they want and how they are and how they live. Like I am not gonna insert myself into telling them they should do this or they should do that. I just, I just think it's so much more exhausting to be that type of person than, to, than to just be like, I accept you for who you are, however you are, whoever you are. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. That's just my um, perspective on it. So I've never really, even as a kid, I've never really understood the amount of energy people put into hating people. I just don't, I, I don't understand that. So some of the stuff with the religion, well, I'm like, yes, this could happen. Some of it was a little bit like, <laughs> okay, like the um, the priest guy, he was a little, he was a little bit too much. So it's like, I wish somebody would be telling my kids all these things because I'm going to find out and we're going to have a conversation. And um, his mom was handled it very more, much more respectfully than I think that I would have. But I was just like... <laughs> There's no way. I'm sorry. First of all, and the fact that you're even, and when she had that first, or when we first see her have that conversation with him, which I don't think I put it in here, or I can't figure out which episode it was. But essentially, when she had the conversation with him and she was and with the priest, and she was like, yeah, Victor came out, and he's like saying all these things. That would have been the moment where I've been like, okay, we're finding a new church or congregation because no like it was just I don't know I know religion is a touchy subject for some people it's really not for me I because I don't want to I don't want to go into it but it's just like at the end of the day if you believe in God and you believe he exists and you believe in Jesus then I just feel like there is no way that you can condemn people because he essentially led with love so if you're not leading with love then you're already going against whatever it is that you believe in and then also don't get me started see this is why I don't because I feel like I can go down a rabbit hole when we start talking about religion because it's all so it's like people interpreting it for themselves and trying to make it fit what they want to believe versus living in truth and reality <sighs> That went longer than it was supposed to, but oh well. <laughs> so anyway, so the whole basketball team thing I thought was a very interesting um, storyline to take because I don't know, and maybe I've just you, you guys know I am I'm pretty much older, and I know there are still instances where kids are bullied and all that, and there was that whole period of time where it was essentially. Um, it seemed like it was a lot of stories about um, students killing themselves or being bullied for one thing or another, which to me still is very, very much tragic. But in living in the world that we live in today, you would think that it would be a little bit more accepting. Um, Benji says it during one of the episodes where he's like, uh, people think that it's easy coming out, but it's still not, which totally makes sense to me but I'm just like 
I don't know, because the whole basketball thing was really upsetting because it was just like, also this takes place in Atlanta. So I'm just looking at, I can see if we were talking about some town that I don't know in like Mississippi <laughs> or North Dakota, but like some of when we're talking about these major cities, it's still kind of is like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm trying to go with it, but either way, it was very disheartening. And I'm also trying to think of it as if I was a parent of one of these kids, like how would I react if that was my child? And I would be like, I would hope that the example that I set for my children would be to love and accept anyone, regardless of who they are or if they have, speaking outside of like who you are, if we were to go on the beliefs of like religion and all that other stuff, like regardless if they have different beliefs than you or whatever, like you should still lead with love. Why am I coming back to this? I don't know. But like, if that was my kid, I would just be like, I don't know. I would, I would feel like I would need to give some type of a punishment in conjunction with like a learning situation. And punishment as in being like, Oh, you like video games? Well, instead of do playing video games every day after school, like you're going to do some type of a learning situation so that you can be a more accepting and loving person because clearly the example that I'm setting for you is not enough that you would go to school and feel like you have big enough balls to bully other people and be disgusting and horrible to other people. So I will say this, and I did write this in my notes, that Andrew... Season two, Andrew, compared to season one, Andrew, completely different person. He was like your, and a lot of the characters, or a lot of the characters in the show in the first season was very, very much so one dimensional. One of the things that I did say that I wanted to see going into season two was to see more from a lot of them because such so much of season one was about, I mean, it's called Love, Victor, but so much of season one was about love, was about Love, Victor. So much of season one was about Victor that it is, it was kind of hard to get into some of those side characters, not even side characters, some of those supporting character storylines. So that was one of the things that I did want to see going into season two. And I think that they did a great job of giving us more of Felix, which if you watched or watched, if you listened to my season one discussion, you know, I thought, I think. Felix is the most adorable best friend. I said I was not going to say cute and adorable so much when I discussed this season, but it is really hard. Like, I love Felix and Victor's friendship, but I did have some questions in this season, too, because as much as I love their relationship, I have some questions, but we're going we're gonna to circle back to it. But I thought Andrew was a horrible person. <laughs> the first season and you kind of see him trying to make a turnaround in towards the end of the first season but definitely this season 100% just better person like the amount of times people went to Andrew for advice and he was able to give them actual legit great advice and I was just like is this the same Andrew that I watched last year because <laughs> these two people do not relate so that was fun to see um but yeah so I 
I love that the other thing I loved about Andrew is that when people would tell him something that he needed to do better or needed to work on, he would listen, take that into account, and then he would apply those changes. So for example, he was very much so like the whole ally thing, like I'm an ally and blah, 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 and all this. But then Victor was like, well, if you were really an ally, like you would stand up to the rest of the team as far as him playing basketball and their films or whatever and so to see him actually like stand up and do that and then the whole pink hair thing which i thought the pink hair atrocious <laughs> i was like when he pulled when he pulled it out to get ready to um dye victor's hair and it was like the gel thing i was like no it looks like they use like spray like a spray paint or something it just looks so bad i did not like the pink hair but I love the message behind the pink hair and the fact that Andrew was like, okay, I need to do better. And he did better. And that means that if that is the one thing that you can ask of people is if you just sit and you can have a conversation with someone and a, a conversation where both sides are listening to each other and are adapting to what people are saying. Like if someone's like, oh, well, you need to do this better or... I feel, I feel this way because you did this, or I, I would feel better if you did this. And then people are willing to listen and accept it. And I mean, you don't have to necessarily make those changes, but the fact that you even listened, I think we would get far as a, a society if we even did that. But that's why we have our TV shows to do it for us. <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, so I thought that was a great moment. But speaking of supporting characters, so season one was very much Victor. We did get a little bit of Mia's life um, because that was in a potential love interest for him in season one. So we do get to see a little bit more of that this season, but we also got to see more. We still haven't seen really the home situation for Andrew. So outside of his interactions with the kids, don't really know what's going on in his home situation. Except the fact that I did write after like getting through a few episodes and meeting a few of these families. I'm like, all these kids have parental issues, <laughs> like all of them. But um, I think the one that was very much so like the heartstring puller was Felix's story. Because again, I think Felix, his character is probably the sweetest character in this entire series. And so he was definitely one who I was like, I want to see more of his story. I want to see what's going on in his home life. We got like a little bit of a peek in season one when he bought like back to his apartment and show her that his mom is, was pretty much a hoarder. But then we find out that she actually um, is, I believe she was bipolar, dealing with depression, all these things. She has her ups and downs. And I don't think she, I don't think it was bipolar. Don't quote me, but, <laughs> but, um, so we got to see more of that and we actually got to meet his mom and seeing him just seeing that he essentially was taking on the role of being an adult, even though he shouldn't be and kind of seeing how that plays in with him being with Lake, which I will say I didn't like, I did like him with Lake, didn't really have a problem with him with Lake, but I do believe that him and Pilar's situation had been in the works since season one and it starts 
and this is going to tie into some of the things that I have to say when we get back to Victor and his relationships and everything that happens at the end of this season. But essentially, we see them kind of like building up on what could potentially be between her and um, Felix in the first season when they have that first, the first time they hang out alone when they go to get coffee or whatever. Mind you, <laughs> I rewatched all of season one literally the weekend before and only because Freeform did like Love, Simon, then they played the first five episodes of Love, Victor. And I was like, well, then that means I have to watch the rest of the episodes on Hulu. So I did that. So I did watch, I did rewatch the whole first season, um, which was not that hard. It's a, it's a really easy, quick show to watch and it goes pretty fast um, once you start watching it, both season one and season, and season two. But anyway, so you kind of had that idea that they could potentially go that route with Pilar and Felix, but you even more so feel it this season because now outwardly we're seeing Pilar seem interested in Felix and more in more of the like boyfriend girlfriend way versus oh that's my brother's um, best friend type of a way. So we knew that was going to happen. So when we get to the point where Lake steps in, which bless her heart. If you've listened to a lot of my teen show discussions and you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is that the kids just don't tell their parents anything <laughs> and they try to do everything on their, on their own and it just makes everything a bajillion times worse. And so I appreciated the fact that granted she told uh, Felix that she wasn't going to tell anyone. She made that promise. I don't think that she should have. I think she could have worded it in a way where it didn't seem like she was making a promise that she knew she couldn't keep because in that moment you can tell she was not going to keep that promise. So I don't fault her for telling her mom because Felix's situation, while a complex one, is a very much adult situation where no kid should be dealing with that on their own like especially his situation. So I appreciate the fact that she told her mom and just knowing what we know about Lake's mom, how she handled it was not really what I was expecting her to handle it. But the fact that she was able to step in and to like offer the help that they needed and that once Felix's mom got to the point where she was able to function on her new medication and she told Felix like essentially she can never hate Lake and her mom because they helped her. I was like that is very much mature and this is why kids if you are watching this and you your friends are going through situations that seem like very adult situations so you should tell an adult so that they can get the help that they need. So even though it doesn't really work, end up working out for um, Felix and Lake as far as in a, a relationship um, type of a way, it still helps in the fact that I think that they can still be friends. Um, and I think that in the long run, they'll he will appreciate like more for like as he get he gets older and he gets to continue to like live with his mom in a way that is a healthier situation than what it was he will appreciate like more the more time passes <laughs> but like she is still a very much like self 
self-centered kind of like, because even with me, I was like, you know, I don't think trying to plan the perfect date to try to make up for pretty much blowing up your boyfriend's life is going to work. And she still essentially did what she wanted to do. But, you know, that's like, but I did not. Okay, so I saw it coming when we were at the wedding. So we were at Mia's dad and um, his fiance. Their names are escaping me at the moment. But uh, we're at their wedding and we see Andrew's ex there and she is one of the servers. And I was like, are we trying to go there? Is this really what we're going to do? I think that's what we're going to do because she had that moment where, um, or what's her name? Andrew's ex when before she broke up with Andrew and she had that conversation with Mia and Mia was talking about how they had hooked up and all this other stuff. And then she thanked her and was like, oh, that helped me. Cause I was pretty much trying to like, she's pretty much just trying to figure out like what she wanted. And she felt like she didn't, she felt like she didn't really know what she wanted. Kind of like similar, kind of a similar type of a, the way she was saying was kind of similar to me, at least to what Victor was saying in season one. And so I was like, okay, but then we never, we didn't see her after that. But then she shows up again at the wedding and we see the, her have her conversation with Lake. And I was like, is this where we're going? Are we going there? Because I mean, I'm okay with going there. I think we do need to go there because you guys know I talk about the, the next season at the end, but um, this will add to what I think needs to happen in the next season. We don't know if we're getting a season three yet. I'm expecting that we are going to get a season three because the show is a hot commodity, but <laughs> um, if they go that route where Lake explore something with I didn't even write her name down but yeah if we go in that direction where like explores on a relationship a relationship or not even explores but pursues a relationship with Andrew's ex I hate to call her that I just did not write her name down <laughs> then um I think that that is needed and it's a great story to tell because I think it'll be a different story from Victor's story where it's still like Victor and Raheem kind of have a similar story where it's like coming out to super religious um, parents and try to deal with that even though we only get like a little bit of Raheem's story which we're going to get to Raheem don't worry we're going to get to him in a hot second but whereas with Lake and Andrew's ex I can see this going a couple of ways but I think the way that it might go is that similar to um like Victor and Raheem well actually I don't know about Raheem because it feels like Raheem kind of pretty much knew who he was it was just trying to come out to his parents whereas Victor was more so trying to figure out um or come to terms with who he is versus trying to be who everyone else wants him to be whereas it seems like Andrew's ex possibly maybe was like in a similar situation which I don't know what 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 she is like if she is bi or not but I'm saying all this to say I can see like me <laughs> being bi because like you can be like oh well and in, in the first season and then this season she was like 
totally boy crazy and all this other stuff. So how is she going to be with this girl? And so I think that this would be the perfect relationship to kind of like tell that story on screen. Because I think we need, I feel like I'm jumping ahead to... I'm trying to like tiptoe and it's just making it harder to say what I need to say because I'm trying not to jump ahead to like what could happen in the next season. But I think one of the things, and I always talk about like representation and all of that, I do think like as far as like representation, um, it is a diverse cast, but I think what we need more representation is, of is like more representation in the LGBTQ community on this show because right now, We've only really had Simon. We got to see a little bit, a little bit of Simon's community, but like the show is not about Simon. Um, it's about Victor, and in Victor's community, we're not really getting to experience that. And so I do think that there is opportunity for this show to show other stories from this community, but still let it tie back into Victor. And I'm gonna expand more on that because now we're gonna talk about Raheem and we're gonna talk about Benji. <laughs> And all of the um, things that we explored here as far as these relationships are concerned. So it's very much so Benji and Victor are together. They're super cute together. They look great together, as everyone points out. And it's fun watching them together. But towards the middle of it, because you know there has to be some type of conflict, we start to see that... Um, pretty much Benji is like over <laughs> he's pretty much over things because he has been pretty good about helping Victor through his experience of being an openly gay high schooler in this community because at before then at it seems like from what we've seen in the past two seasons that the only person who was openly out at their school was Benji and so it's kind of like it seemed like Victor was leaning on Benji to help him through things that he may not be that familiar with even though he would tell Benji like oh I don't want you to have to teach me everything and so we have some really like cute interesting moments I have to say the sex cabin episode <laughs> I was just like first of all it was so much that happened. So this was when the first episode where I was like, okay, maybe I could see if they saw where it was like, who gives you 20 feet, but <laughs> Love Victor only took like three of those feet because we see the lube like fall out of, or not fall out of, but like on top of um, Benji's stuff. And so then this whole like episode is essentially about losing their virginity, which I think the way that they did it, I still honestly feel like this could have been on <laughs> Disney Plus because I just don't feel like they went far enough or as far as they could have. Granted, I don't need them to go that far because you guys, if you listen for a while, you know, I always forget the, um, the ballet show on Netflix. Oh my gosh, the ballet show on Netflix that dropped at the end of 2020 where they're all in high school and all they're doing is having very aggressive, pretty much TVMA sex on screen. I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel uncomfortable because these are high schoolers. Like we don't need to go that far, but like they still could have went a little bit further than they did. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but that whole episode was just insane. When 
Victor had found Felix in the bathroom with the bloody towel. I was just like, how is there so much blood? I don't even understand. Even if you nicked yourself, how is there so much blood? <laughs> yeah, I was laughing that whole episode. Like, side hurting laughing. It was so ridiculous. I also wrote, there are a lot of versions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just thinking about that episode makes me laugh. But, <laughs> but I wrote, there are a lot of versions for that episode. <laughs> because usually I feel like everything is so hypersexualized, especially when talking about these like teen shows that are for, um, that are pretty much based around teenagers and it just seems like everyone's super sexualized like a Riverdale, the ballet show, um, like literally everything. And so then to come into Love Victor where it seems like a little more relatable, a little more realized and to be like, oh, pretty much everyone, everyone is a virgin except for like two people is like refreshing. <laughs> but anyway, and so <laughs> we get moments like that. Um, the episode five, Gay Gay, where Victor essentially has quit the basketball team. But you can tell, as we as a viewers can tell that he still wants to play basketball. Um, my thing, and I wrote this as a note, I was like, for as self-aware as Benji is, he seems not to catch that Victor misses basketball. Like, you're complaining about him being an athlete and all this other stuff, but like, that is what Victor did when he met you, he played basketball. So him wanting to play basketball, I just don't see why he was trying to project it as, or project like what he th thought about basketball on him, if that makes sense. So I don't know, I thought that was super weird. And then um, that's why I was like, Andrew has been better at listening and adapting. And then we have a little dance moment because Benji had made the comment earlier in the episode when they were at the little, I don't know what that place is, if it's like a bar or whatever, but I'm like, these are all high schoolers, so it's not really a bar. So I don't know what it is, but it's where they go when the kid, when Benji band, Benji's band plays. But um, they were there and <laughs> essentially talking about like, pretty much like, Oh, it's a good thing Benny does play, or Benny, it's a good thing Victor does play basketball and all this other stuff. And like, you can visibly see Victor getting upset about it, but then Benny's like, whatever. And then that's when um, Victor makes the comment to Andrew, like he's not gay enough for um, Benji and his friends, but he's too gay for the basketball team and all of that. And so, and Benji had made that comment about like, oh, then I don't have to like pretend that I like basketball and go sit with all of the um, basketball players' girlfriends or whatever. And so then when he realizes finally that Victor actually misses basketball and then Victor gets back on the team and he shows up and he does a little dance routine with the girls. And I was like, why does Benji look cool in everything he does? He literally looks cool in everything. Like, how? <laughs> so <laughs> there was that. And then we get into episode six. Sincerely, Raheem. And this one, I was like, okay, wait, is this a filler episode? Because one, there are only 10 episodes, which <laughs> imagine me saying only 10 episodes. There are only 10 episodes, but they're only 25 minute episodes. So I'm like, there is no room for filler here, people. We have to keep trucking along. But essentially, 
um it wasn't and this is where i was like oh this is gonna be cute victor's gonna get like his own little victor where like he'll be like simon and raheem will be the victor or whatever um and then this is where i was like okay because you guys know i love um victor and felix friendship i loved when victor came out to felix and felix just hugged him like that was probably my favorite moment of the entire season <laughs> last season i gushed about it when i talked about it so you can go listen to me gush on that but i just found it so interesting that victor didn't really know what was going on in Felix's home. Cause this is when like everything is breaking down and uh, Lake tells her mom and then her mom and then uh, Felix's mom shows up at Lake's mom's workplace and then she gets entered into the um, psych psychiatric facility and they're essentially gonna hold her and then you see Felix show up at their door and essentially he's like, can I stay with you? I was like, oh my gosh, this is, you guys are trying to make me cry. I don't understand this. But <laughs> that's where I was like, okay, wait a minute. Does Patreon not know what's going on? I thought it was so weird because I was like, we, and it kind of just shows how like, not only selfish we are as humans, but how selfish like kids, kids can be. And it's, I don't want to be like, oh, selfish in a bad way. But it's kind of like everyone's dealing like in their own tunnel vision of things that they don't really take the time or like they might notice like things seem may seem a little bit out of whack but it's kind of like a oh I mean I think it's fine whatever so I don't know I just thought it was interesting but I was glad that they had like the conversation uh and acknowledged that and um Benji well I don't know why I want to keep calling Victor Benji and Victor acknowledged the fact that he just essentially had been paying attention to his friend so I thought that was sweet um and then Episode seven is where everything kind of like explodes. Uh, Victor finds out that Benji has been doing AA because we know he was in that car accident, but we didn't really know the full story behind it. We also meet Benji's parents, which was super weird when you think about it because, I mean, it's not weird when you think about the school that they go to, but it is kind of weird because it's like Benji also works. So it's like a complete and complete contrast to the rest of the kids at that school where it seems like in meeting his parents, does he really need to work? I don't know. I don't know what's really going on with his home situation. And he has like, and his family has a cabin. <laughs> so like, I don't know what's going on there, but there's that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we find out all that because his mom is Benji's birthday and his mom invites Victor to the dinner, but they didn't know that Benji didn't tell Victor about his drinking situation so then that's kind of where everything breaks down and they have this big blow up fight and then um Victor tells Raheem which as soon as Victor went into that dark room and then realized that Raheem was there and Raheem was like oh what's going on and I was like don't tell him don't tell him don't tell him even if you even if you say even if he says he's not going to tell anyone, it's still going to come out. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Of course he tells him. And then Benji finds out that he told him. And so then that just makes, put a, puts a bigger wrench into everything. And then we have, um, the more, oh, I was like reading my notes. Episode eight, the morning after I was like, I spoke too soon. Read it being PG. Cause I was the, I think that's the, as the farthest, 
the only moment where I think that they went far enough where I was like, okay, I can see why this isn't on Disney Plus. <laughs> where um, Victor and Benji like make up because um, Benji shows up or like Victor reaches out to Benji and is like, oh, we need to talk or whatever. And Benji comes to his house and his mom is not there. Pilar had went off. Um, she ended up um, seeing that Felix was back at his apartment or whatever. And so they ended up falling asleep watching TV. And so Victor is just in his room and then like <laughs> Benji shows up. And they make up and you know, sometimes when you've been fighting and you want to make up, you know, things get super intense sexually and that's what happened. And I was like, in watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's probably going to be um, his brother that walks in on them. But no, it was worse. It was his mom, <laughs> which was like, oh my gosh, that was just like, I could see where Benji was coming from, where he was like, pretty much trying to be like, we're just having sex or whatever, like it's embarrassing for everyone, which it is. But there were moments during that conversation where they're like all in the heat of the moment, like going back and forth between Victor and his mom and Benji, where I was just like, Benji, stop talking. <laughs> like you're making it worse. And the fact that he couldn't see that he was making it worse. Yeah, I, I can see you're frustrated. I understand you're frustrated. Like, the way that Victor's mom has handled this has not been that great. It hasn't been ideal. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, that's still his mom. And she's still an adult. And you're still a child. And you're in her home. And, like, she walked in on her child having sex. I mean, yeah, she had her own internal things. But I'm just thinking of myself. If, if I was a mom and I walked in on my child having sex, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'd be, I'd, I'd probably be like embarrassed initially, but then I'd probably go in my room and like crack up laughing. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Who knows? But it's all a very awkward situation that was not made better by Benji inserting himself when he should have just been like, I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like he, there was a time to talk and there was a time not to talk. And in that moment, that was not the time for him to voice all of his um, criticisms of how she she's been handling her son's um, coming out and being in a relationship with Benji. So anyway. <laughs> um, and then, oh my gosh, I wrote another note. This is also why all my notes are like so weird, but for episode eight, Honestly, surprised it took this long for Royce to end the conversation. Which, okay, that was when um, Victor was trying to explain to Benji that he should see things from, like, his mom's perspective because Victor had had that conversation with his mom and she kind of, like, explained <clears throat> well, it was a little bit hard, harder for her and now she's trying to adjust, um, not adjust, but, like, not be a victim of her upbringing, if that makes sense. Um, which I can't remember what I was watching, but they were talking about how for, and I'm, I'm sure I discussed it in an, in an episode before. So if you know, if you remember the show I'm talking about, let me know. But, um, they essentially were talking about how like when kids come out and sometimes the reason among other things, but one of the big reasons why a lot of times parents struggle with like, 
as much as the parents who don't who don't seem because you know you hear those stories where it's like oh I came out to my parents but they were like oh we already knew or whatever but then I think it's more so the parents who are who are like who don't say that whereas they have this whole expectation of who they want their kids to be and a lot of times that gets into gets in the way of them being able to accept who it is that they're child is versus who it is that they wanted their child to be so a lot of times that's like a part of why they struggle with like accepting that um which they kind of a little bit referenced it here but it was more so on like the religion and um the upbringing and what she learned and all that versus who it is that she was expecting the um or expecting victor to be if that makes sense <sighs> But anyway, so um, Victor was like trying to explain that and then that's kind of like where the whole race thing came in. I was like, I, th I think the fact that we waited to episode eight to talk about race to me was interesting because I felt I felt like it could have came up earlier on in the series. Because um, I know the, the whitewashing and all that was like a big call out for season one. But I do think that they really um, seemed more aware <laughs> This season, like, they kind of listened to some of the things that people were saying about season one, and it seems like they were like, okay, like, this, like, yeah, season one was relatable and it seemed realistic in some aspects, but it still was very much like a cookie cutter, like, again, very, very cute show, but, like, you could see it being on Disney Plus where I feel like this season, it's, there were still problems, but they took the time to, um, like explore some of those some of those issues that they didn't necessarily explore in the first season so getting even more so into like the religion aspect of things digging into race because introducing Raheem definitely forced them I think to have to talk about race because now you insert someone who's on like a similar path as Victor whereas like the race like they're both they're both not white they both um come from super religious families so they already have those things that they connect on so then we go into episode nine which is victor's day off um i literally was like are we gonna get another new york episode are we gonna get another new york episode i knew we weren't but like i really wanted to but um episode nine again acted in the same way that i think episode the new york episode acted in as in the first season in that when that season, when that episode happened in the first season, one of the things that I said was I felt like that was the most relaxed and effortless that it felt like Victor had been throughout the entire season up until that point. And I felt the same way with this episode as well, whereas, um, I was trying to see if I wrote it down, but I don't think that I did, but essentially... I felt, or I think I wrote it down in my takeaways, um, but I felt that I felt like this was that episode of Victor's Day Off was one of the most relaxed and effortless that he felt like, or I, that I felt like I've seen Victor be, because it kind of felt like he was in that moment where it's like, I'm gonna like Raheem was being a friend for him, but it also felt like he's being a friend for Raheem, so like them going to get their um, the Manny Petty situation, just the conversation there, and then the conversation that they have. While they were eating like it just all seemed like to just work in gel and so i knew where we were going <laughs> the more and more this episode went on and i was just like 
this is where I first was like, do I want this? Yes or no? And honestly, it was a no for me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because one of the things that I really want them to do in the season three, and we're going to move into season three, um, talking about season three, because we need to move into talking about season three, but also like, it's going to start, I'm going to start to wrap up everything because now we're getting to the end of the season. But one of the things that I want to see in this show, like where they go, is building out Victor's community because yeah, he has his family. Yeah, he has his friends. But like that community that um, Simon has been able to create for himself in New York, in New York is like, I want something similar for um, Victor where he is to the point where I was like, there is no reason why this is the only time where, yeah, he was with Benji, but I feel like a lot of the stuff that was going with Benji was more so of a learning this this is like my first experience doing that where it was never we never really got to see him in a moment of just like hanging out it was always around like something else was going on or they were hanging out with um I was gonna say Luke and Lake they were hanging out with Felix and Lake or like with other friends it was like never like a, a single alone moment and so the fact that it took us having to see that happen with Raheem in a way that it just felt like they were really good friends and they were having a great time. And then when they went to the bar before mama showed up, but when they went to the bar and like we're doing the karaoke and all that other stuff, like it just seems so fun. And I'm like, I just want to see more of this for Victor because when he's in these situations, it just seems like he's having the time of his life. And as a viewer, like we feed off of that. And so I think for a future, future seasons, and I kind of mentioned this on we're talking about what could potentially happen with Andrew's ex and Lake, like exploring more of those stories because for the most part, like Simon, Victor, Raheem's stories are kind of similar, um, which I think at the end of, like, you can find some of the threat between a lot of, a lot of people's stories, but like in a way they're kind of similar, whereas like Victor's story is similar to Simon's in that they're struggling with like who they are, um, how do they come out, all of that. And then Raheem's story is kind of similar to Victor's from like the religious standpoint, but it's like, there are more stories than that. So I want to see them like explore more of those stories. And I think again, that is an opportunity if we go where I think they're trying to go with um, Andrew's ex and Lake, as well as, <laughs> I just want him to have a community of friends. And I think that's one of the things that as episode nine was continuing to go on, I was like, I really don't want to see them go the route of trying to turn Raheem into like this love interest for him because I just want them to be friends. And I'll just say this because I did write this as a note. So I'm all for Victor dating, whoever he wants to date. But what I don't want is for him to pursue some big romantic um, relationship with every LGBTQ person he meets. Like, I don't want them to do that because then I feel like we start to fall into this cycle and it kind of it kind of becomes like repetitive. It's like, why can't he meet a really great gay guy 
but they just be friends. Like, why do they have to be things? And I understand, like, with, at least for, for Victor, um, Benji is, like, his first everything. But I don't know. There's, there's just, like, I just don't want every single time he meets someone new who is gay that is, like, oh, we have to try to explore something um, romantic with that person versus just letting them be friends. So, yeah, and I did write it in here. I was like, I know I wrote that down as a note. Episode 9 was so chill on the same level of comfort for Victor as the New York episode last season. I want Victor to have that same community he witnessed in New York and Atlanta for sure. But then we got into episode 10, the wedding episode. So that's when um, Felix officially like is done done with like, like done done done. He actually gives some pretty good advice <laughs> uh, because Victor takes Raheem to the wedding and then Mama goes and talks to Benji, which I was glad that she did because I, I felt like that was needed to kind of like have closure there and to be like, I'm to apologize for the way that she, because there's one thing to be like, oh, I don't know, because the way that she treated Raheem versus the way she treated Benji completely different and so I do think in a way that she needed to apologize for that but I also think Benji needs to apologize for like talking back the way that he did when she caught him butt ass naked in her child's bed because <laughs> like any parent I don't care who you are any parents are going to react <laughs> react similarly um but yeah so I think they both need to apologize but then so based off that conversation and her being like, you know, Victor loves you, all this, blah, 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 he decides to go to the wedding to meet up with Victor, which I was like, oh, here we go. Because of course, Victor's there with Raheem. And then thankfully they weren't kissing or anything when he, when he walked up on them, but he was like, no, there's something going on here, which like clearly we all could see that they were trying to make something go on there. And then Raheem was like, well, I mean, after... Benji leaves and Raheem's like well we need to acknowledge because I think there is something here uh, in my head I'm just like oh my gosh I just want y'all to be friends I just want Victor to have some friends but <laughs> who am I anyway so um <laughs> so Victor uh or Raheem kisses Victor whatever and so that Victor's all like oh my gosh I don't know what to do and so uh finds Felix and they're both sitting there because they both don't know what to do in their respective relationships and then Felix actually offers up some really good advice that he got from his mom when she was talking about um what she was thinking about when she was on her psychiatric code and she was thinking about what um, really mattered and what she really wanted and so he offered up that same thing and they both kind of figured out who it was that they saw when their eyes were closed of course, for Felix, it was Pilar. And I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> but they give us the biggest cliffhanger now. I don't like cliffhanger. I don't like seasons that end on, like sometimes they'll be like, oh, someone died and then we don't know until we come back. Whatever, everyone does that, that's fine. This type of a situation where I think last season worked because it was just like, at least we got to the end goal of, Victor coming out and saying I'm gay whereas in this one it was just like oh I know who it is and then he goes and knocks on a door and we don't know who's on the other side of that door 
Like, I was so, I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset. I was so mad. I was like, oh my gosh. Why are you guys not telling us who was on the other side of the door? So I have some hypothe hypotheses of who I think is on the other side of the door or who I think makes the most sense to be on the other side of the door. But I do want to acknowledge the fact that we have potentially seen the last assignment for Love, Victor. I mean, I'm sure at some point we might see him come back in the future. But as far as the Dear Simon, Love, Victor type of messages, it looks like that's coming to an end which I'm okay with. Um, I think Victor summarized it very well when he was like, essentially, I have my family community here. Like he was able to get really great advice from Felix to the point where he was like, I think I'm okay. I think I don't literally need you for every single moment in my life, which is fine. But I do hope they continue to have like at least a relationship. And like, even if it's not like a daily as it seems to be <laughs> in the show, even if it's not like a daily, weekly thing, like at least to keep the lines of communication open, which it sounds like um, Simon suggested. But I will say, why did y'all give Nick that middle part? I was so mad. I was like, why did he give Simon his middle part? <laughs> it was so horrible. I was like, oh my gosh, Simon, no. Call me back. Like, I don't understand, but... <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, I was so mad at that cliffhanger. I literally wrote, are you fucking kidding me? Because, <sighs> so yeah, so let me go through my takeaways really quickly. Um, everything transpired over like six months. I asked for more from our supporting characters. We got it. I talked about Raheem. Oh, love. We did see a lot. I feel like it's so much that happened in the show that it's hard to speak about everyone. But we did see at the end, it looks like, um, Victor's parents are going to get back together, which is like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't think I really had an opinion one way or another, but I'm happy to see that it looks like they're going to get back together. But yeah, I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote this as in takeaway in talking about love. I wrote that people have good intentions, but I don't always think those intentions are genuine across the board. Yeah, I don't know what I was talking about there, but I mean, in saying it out loud, I still think that. <laughs> I was so mad at this cliffhanger, y'all. I was literally cursing out the people behind the show in my notes. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, but as far as who's on the other side of the door. So I honestly, because as we were going, as we were following Victor to the house that he was going to go to, and trying to determine, um, or not determine, but figuring out who it was he was going to see, whether it was Raheem or Benji. I was like, I feel like I can go either way. I honestly couldn't tell you which way it was going to go one way or another. But then we got the cliffhanger, and I still honestly feel like it can go either way. But I am assuming, if I have to make a guess, that he went to Benji's house. And the main reason is because I just can't wrap my head around um the close your your the close your eyes moment that Felix had when he was talking about like close your eyes who do you see blah 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 and it being Raheem because for Felix it makes sense that his close your eyes moment was Pilar because we built up to that being a thing 
from season one, whereas Raheem, we just met him. Although I did like the tie back, which when um, Victor first comes out at school in the second episode, and he's like, I'm with Benji, I'm gay, all that. And then you see them flash over to Pilar and she's with her friends, but you see them hesitate on Raheem, but we're kind of like, we don't really know what that is, just like, it's our friend, but like, it stands out enough that when we are actually introduced to him, it's like, oh my gosh, okay, that makes sense. But like, either way, like we just met him <laughs> two episodes ago. So to me, I don't know. It just does not make sense for it to be Raheem. But again, I can see it going either way. But yeah, if you think it could be, if you think it's not Benji and you have strong opinions of why you think it's not Benji, let me know. But to me, it just does not make sense for it to be Raheem based on the analogy that Felix used. Because there's just, it just, it's just no way. And there's not enough history. I'm, I'm reading my notes now. <laughs> there's not enough history to justify the outcome based on that moment. But yeah, that cliffhanger, it really did me in. I literally had to laugh to keep from crying when I saw that that was the end. And I was going to have to wait a whole nother year to see what happens. <laughs> Should we get season three? Which I'm assuming we're getting um, a season three. Usually I say, I don't think we need another season, but if we did, I do think we need another season. I think we need a, another few seasons because I do honestly believe that there is so much more that they can explore here as far as like LGBTQ represent, representation in this. Cause like this is a groundbreaking show. And um, I was looking at some articles and Michael Simmons, Seminole. Oh, you guys know I be messing up people's names and I don't be trying to on purpose. But um, he who plays Victor, he was talking about how, you know, he wanted to make sure like that he got it right. This is a very important show um, because like I honestly was sitting there and I was like, at least I don't know, there could be shows. But as far as like in this age range on like a streaming service because now it's not on network TV, but like streaming is a thing now. But like on a streaming service like this, like it is very much so groundbreaking. And I think that like we need to have that representation so that kids can see people like them. And I think like when we continue to, which is the great thing about TV and um, movies, is that like when we continue to put out that representation then it becomes normal to the to the place that people become more accepting because it's like yeah oh you would think that people are more accepting now but no they're not but like when you continually see that's why representation matters because when you continually see that representation then it's like oh it's not a oh that's unique or oh that's different it's oh that's normal so, yeah, that's my biggest thing as far as going into uh, a possible season three, which I'm pretty sure we're going to get season three. Because <laughs> Hulu would be dumb not to give us another season of Love, Simon, or Love, Simon, Love, Victor. <laughs> but um, I want to see more representation as far as, um, as far as LGBTQ representation. And also, I mean, 
diversity. The cast is pretty diverse, to be completely honest. I mean, I feel like you can always still continue to be even more diverse, but I do think at least my POV is a pretty diverse cast. Um, so I will just hope that they will continue to be diverse, um, both ethnically, racially, and then um, representation as far as how people identify. Because another, this is why I'm like more representation, LGBTQ representation, because there are stories like people who identify as they, them, or people who are trans or people who are bi. Like there are, there's a lot that they can explore there and those things are happening while people are in high school. So there is opportunity there. Um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, so I want Victor to have a really strong community community outside of just his family and friends. And I believe that those future seasons are the opportunity to explore that. And yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there. This was very, 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 very long. <laughs> there was so much to cover. I still didn't even talk about everything. But I want to know what you guys thought about season two of love victor what did you love what didn't you love what do you think who's on who's on, who's at the door who is at the door let me know <laughs> and i will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently visiting on instagram and at current twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and i'll talk to you in the next one